Hey everybody, welcome to Hanging with Mike and Andy. I'm Michael Colon. And I'm Andrew Giarusso. I think that's the first time we said our names. <laughs> that's like, it, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I'm actually really, really excited because this is our second podcast, which means we did it. We said we we're going to do it. We did a first one, and now we're doing a yeah. second one. Yeah, so it's obviously working. We're enjoying this. Yeah, and I want to say um, thank you to everybody who gave us feedback um, You know, on our first episode. You guys were very gentle. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for the first episode, we it was very nice. You were nervous. It's okay, but can I yeah. say something? Bro, mm-hmm. I love this outfit you have on. You're all swagged Please out do. with that blue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, blue is actually my favorite color. Actually, uh, sky blue pink. Uh, That's right. It's one of my favorite colors. Is that a color, sky blue pink? I think so. <laughs> I mean, if not, it really should be, right? I, yeah, it should be. I mean, it's, you know, it's a but, beautiful um, color. No, it's gorgeous. And so um, if you guys are watching the show, then you'll see that he has this really nice sky blue pink background. He's got a blue hat on. Which, yeah, this this uh, hat is actually the one that you got me. We were talking about last week, Pee Wee's Pawn Shop. They're legit. And then I have, um, it's so weird because we're using this background, so my microphone. But I have um, yeah. this church that I, I took. I took this photo. I'm gonna try and put one of my photos every time we record. But I took yeah, this like photo that. in Costa Rica, and I liked it because if you see, there's like light coming through. Um, that's coming through. So it's like God's God's yeah. looking and stuff. Yeah, it's like the sun rays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's beautiful. Yeah. And what is that mural behind your head? Is it a mural or? Oh, it was like it was just it was the roof of the church. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So there was like there was stained glass windows, oh, I guess, and cool. so the light was coming in, and I it just looked like, and it was like the this the, the sun was coming. There's like these beams of light shining down onto the pulpit. I mean, even at the pulpit, maybe just whatever. But so it looked really awesome. So I was like, click, 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 click. I had to take photos. So yeah, this one yeah. turned out really good, and it makes a nice background. So I feel all. Hello, yeah, religious, great. Religious well, I, yeah, I like that idea though of um, uh, putting a putting a picture that you took on your background every every show. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that way you know I could support Pics by Michael. Yeah, totally. And um, okay, and also we were talking, and do you realize that Thanksgiving's like not even? It's like three weeks away, if that. I know, I know, I know. I'm super excited. I uh, I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I love seeing my family. I love being thankful. Um, well, in the la- you on know, the last episode, you said how much you loved Christmas. So, like, you definitely are like a holiday true. person. Yeah, I'm a holiday person. This these these next couple months are my favorite time of year: uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah, basically like the New last Year's. three months. Yeah, yeah, like, it's it's fantastic. Um, I'm just always in a happy mood. I'm always in a good uh, good spirits around this time, and you know, it's it's nice to spend time with family and friends. Um, yeah. Family you know, I just, I just enjoy that. Yeah. So, and then, um, uh, yeah. Do you have any, do you have any plans for Thanksgiving? Well, I'm going to go see my family. Cause you know, I, they live, they live, um, close by. So I'm going to go see them. And then, yeah. um, I don't know, drink, hang out. I'll probably end up seeing you. I'm sure. Cause we live so close together. Hell, maybe yeah, we'll even true. do a podcast episode, but guess what? Um, uh-huh. while we're sitting here talking, our first guest just came on. Exciting. Super I say our exciting. first, but I mean, she's like our first ever. So I'm going to admit her. Um, and then we yeah. can 
Talk, but I just want to introduce everybody to um, our the first guest for our podcast, Lizette Santiago. So let's admit her in. Okay. So, hello. She's connecting you guys. Connecting, yeah, it's connecting. <laughs> Have fun. Hey, how are you? Hi, how are you guys? Oh hey, my how God, are you? Hi, Andy. Andrew, Andy, what do you prefer? Yeah, Andrew's fine. <laughs> you, you can I call can him anything. Just don't that. call him late to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine because he's always at craft services, anyways. <gasps> oh shit. Oh, that's, that's self reflection that right true. there. I do. I do love my meat sticks. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually true. So Lizette, so I have to. We were just talking a little bit before you got on because you know we were just talking about how it's going to be Thanksgiving literally in a couple of weeks. <laughs> don't remind me. <laughs> what are you? Do you have any? Do you have any big plans? I honestly, no. <laughs> yeah. I wish I did. I'm not a big Thanksgiving person, to be no. honest. I, uh, really? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, you yeah. sound amazing. Okay, you sound great. amazing. Great. How, um, do we so how do we sound? Amazing. Amazing. Really oh, my God. Good. Three amazing that. people. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't have any plans because I just, I'm not a big Thanksgiving person. Two holidays, I don't like celebrating Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. I know it sucks, but I just, I don't know. They're not my favorite. But Halloween and Christmas, I'm that's a hold down for me. My kind of girl. That's what I like. Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> so, but so for Thanksgiving, you know, I'm from New York. I think, Michael, you know that. But, um, yeah. I'm not flying. I, I was going to fly for Christmas, but plans have changed. So I think Thanksgiving, honestly, for me is about friends. So I, I like a Friendsgiving more than, you know, the family. Andrew, we I have to have a Friendsgiving. Well, let's have a Friendsgiving. Yeah, yeah we should. We should all have Friendsgiving. We'll record it. Yeah, we'll um, have to do it over Zoom. <laughs> so I, I do, I do want to say thank you so much to, to, Liz, to Lizette because – uh, we launched this podcast. This is actually our second episode, but you are officially our first guest. So, um, and music, and, and with the power of the internet, <laughs> we're able to to record it, so we can do both audio and video. So, thank you for that. Hey, of course. Sorry, I got a little lot crazy. It's all my scripts back there and everything. So. No, no, I love it. Well, we both use backgrounds, yeah. but I always try to put a picture. I picked so I took this picture in Costa Rica. Mm. So we always yeah. try to. And I just chose this this picture because it sort of matches. Well, Michael, all your pictures yeah. are amazing. Yeah, um, that is true. That's the soundbite I'm gonna I'm gonna use over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, um, so Lizette, so I have to be honest, we've never officially met in person because no, we've never have because actually. of the pandemic. Yeah, totally. But we're the same manager. That's all I know her. And I have to say this: so how we officially met was she was my secret Santa last year. She gave me this really awesome gift. Wow. During the holidays. Oh so, wow! Yeah. You so I do. Cool I wanted to buy you everything, but you know, twenty you, the limit twenty. No, no, I love. I I actually use those. I've used that box that you sent me. So I asked for this little. Um, so I could do product photography. She gave these little. It's like a box with a light in it and has different color backgrounds. You could put like cloth backgrounds. You could put in. Oh, yeah. So I could take pictures of like, um, product photography kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. Like a little mini photo studio. Yeah. It's. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. cool. Yeah, so I was yeah. I was happy for that. So thank you, Liz. It, it was so cool. I was gonna send it to myself instead of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you decided love, to. I'm glad you decided to send it. So thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. It's like what a great idea. You had so many good choices too. So many good choices. So. Why well, do try? I try. Mm. 
So made it easy for me. He, he is a good <laughs> gift giver. Yeah. I am a good Oh. Because every time I who see Andy, your, I get, say that. Sorry, Michael. Who, who is your secret Santa in our party? Oh, I had Sarah Dahman. She'll probably be on the show one day, but she, she she's the girl that um that lives up in in um Wisconsin. She she does she's like the only female coppersmith in all of the United States. So she's definitely gonna be on the show. Oh wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. She's fantastic. And she's also she's also an author. She does her own YouTube cooking show. I'm sorry, this show isn't about her. I love you, Sarah, but the show's about Lizette. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's who that's who I got. And she, I don't want to hear more about Sarah. <laughs> she's actually adorable. And her husband is the sweetest guy. They're like the cutest, literally the cutest couple. I they're it's so they're postcard perfect. I know. But they're like so sweet too, which is great. Yeah. And and so um I got her, I don't remember what I got her specifically, but she wanted something for her. It's like a bee thing, something f for her garden, because she does. A, she grows her own food, like vegetables and stuff. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, she's. They're like, yeah, they're not. They're not real. Like they're so. I can't. Yeah, you have to meet her. She's great. You're just like, <laughs> where do you guys come from? You're so I know. together. That doesn't happen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Some people are just born from a different kind of stock, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but they are lovely. So um. So Andrew and I met on set and we became oh. friends and everybody thought we were funny. And they're like, you should, have a you should have a show. So we have a show. And there you go. Kapow. Yeah. That's how it happens. Quick and easy. We made it happen. <laughs> yeah. um, so Andrew, you're obviously in the entertainment business too. Correct. What? Yeah. Yeah. What do you specifically do? Uh, video operator. So oh. I do playback, set up the monitors, uh, you know, I more of like a simulation to the director just to show them, give them an idea of uh, what the project's going to look like. Nice. Um, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's more the techie side. Right. And I, you know, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. My dad's a teamster. He's been a driver for 30 years. Oh, no um, yeah. You know, and I just wanted to go a different route. I wanted to get inside and experience more, you know, be all up in it. Do you set up the monitors for like, so when the director's like kind of looking back at the rush, the rushes for the day and stuff like that, do you set all Yeah, that? yeah, totally. So when we shoot green screen, I usually give the director two monitors so they can see a live image and then they can see uh, my comped image with, you know, whatever image they want behind on the green screen. Um, I set up monitors for Video Village, which is our client and agency. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. It's so uh, you're the one that were like, hey, can I, hey, buddy, can I see what I look like? For correct. correct. <laughs> yeah, that's kind I of that yeah, very accurate, very on the nose there. <laughs> Some actors like to look at their stuff all the time. I, I personally don't, unless because sure. I know directors don't like it too sometimes. But like yeah. just for the first, just maybe the first day, I just want to see how I look and be like, okay, that looks good. We're good. I'm good. <laughs> for the yeah. rest of the so you, so that way you can trust everybody. Be fine. Yeah, I can trust everybody now. <laughs> I just need to see one. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I um, so I don't know. I mean, we I know there's a lot of things that you're up to. We could, I don't know. You want to start talking because you have a movie that's now just doing the festival circuit. You have like a awesome podcast that we were just talking about. So you have a lot of stuff. I have a lot. And there's more stuff go. going on. Stuff going on. Um, yeah. Thanks to our manager. <laughs> hey, that's what managers are for. We love you, Matt. I, I know. I need Matt. Call me. I need <laughs> Our manager is awesome, but also to connections to like going to events, you meet people like, for instance, this movie that um, that I did. It is called La Ouija. It's a Spanish horror film. Love it. But it's 
Yeah, it's not shot in Spanish. It's shot in English. It just has like a Spanish twang to it. You know, it's okay. based on the Ouija board, but like the Spanish version of the Ouija But board. can I say, and not to cut you off, but that's really cool because it, what's good is that you're going to bring this sort of Latin flavor to a universal audience. Yes. Right? So I think that's a good yeah. idea. Because yes. I speak well, some Spanish, but I won't be able to watch a whole movie. Right. We, yeah. We're not going to have sub, there's no subtitles or any of that. We'll say certain things, but then you'll understand it. It's not, it's not, you know, it's just more like Spanish slang. It's we're speaking English the whole entire, the whole entire movie. You if know, I can listen, sure. if I can listen and understand Andrew when he's drunk, I think I can watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, Andrew. I Andrew. joke, I joke. Actually, no, Andrew's great. I'm no, the I, I know I need to go out drinking with you guys. To see what <laughs> yeah. you're talking about. I mean, you probably should. We're a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. We are a lot of fun. You are here. You're you're fun here. Um, yeah, you hear that? We're so, fun. <laughs> so um, yeah, what, the first time I kind of met Michael in, in like our Zoom virtual Zoom things, I guess. Um, I always got a good vibe from you, Michael. You're always like, you know, just good personality, just like a good all around person. And you've done so much stuff too. Like no, you're you. cocky, but you're not. I don't get that vibe. I would never. I you know why? Because I think it's better to rem remain humble. I work with cocky people all the time. And it's like they don't even realize that half the time I'm on, I'm on set with them and they're being cocky. Like I've probably done like 10 times more than they have. But I <laughs> kind of see how it – being cocky kind of stands in your own way. Yeah. Right? I, and I just don't have – like I couldn't do all of this by myself. So I, you, you kind of need help. So, yeah, I, I always want to remain as humble as I can be. Well, it, it's, it's funny you say that. It, it is a team. It's a team effort, you know. It's like I yeah. don't I, – I used to play sports – most of my life besides acting i was always an athlete too and i was always captain of my teams and you know, i played tennis i was captain in high school captain in college for the whole entire you know our seasons and stuff and there was nothing more engaging and more fun and comfortable for me than having a good team camaraderie oh, i can't even say it a team <laughs> collaboration with your fellow players because sure that's what makes you play better. That's what makes the dramas off the table. You're focused on the game. You're focused on what you guys have to be doing. And you're actually going to win more and together. And it's yeah. just so much more to celebrate. And yeah, I, I, all that cocky attitude, I think people need to stop doing that and just work as a team. Things will get done yeah. fast. You know? Because <laughs> well, most people mm -hmm. end up standing in their own way. And it's like, I can't make up for where you're lacking. I can't. Like, I can only do so much. Right, right. It's just like why and why are we all like fighting? And usually it's fighting because it's it's determination of who's better than the other person and stuff like that. And it's like why does it have its egos? Let's drop the egos and you know yeah. focus on the prize, man. It's it's totally. yeah, I, I I can't. And there's always like you said, there's always there's always egos on set. At least one person has it most of the time. Most but of the time, I've been lucky. Most of the projects I've worked on have been people I've worked. At, with have been awesome you that's know, great awesome. that's awesome I, i've been really 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 blessed but there is that one or two people that are just not on the same page or they yeah, have that little devo ego and it's just like uh oh here we go and i just tend to stay away from them or just yay uh-huh yeah mm -hmm. just yeah smile and nod yeah and just walk away <laughs> go to craft services get that meat stick how should i do it <laughs> oh okay, okay. <laughs> You're the director, right? Oh, you're not. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> Cause you already have one of those, so can't have two. <laughs> can't have two. <laughs> one 
please table for one as i've said many times <laughs> you know on the on the project that andy and i met on the director we worked which we want to have her on the show she was like lovely she was like the sweetest thing really? she was like um if she ever hears this, she'll kill me but she's like everybody's mom because i feel like she was just so kind but like she like checked in with everybody she kind of knew everybody's name yeah. you know yeah. it's it's i work with a lot of directors i don't see that very often yeah. i like that yeah it's amazing you know? in fact i just did another i did a commercial over the weekend and the director was the same way he wanted to make sure he knew everybody's name i'm like when they're nice like that i'm like oh, okay it's you different work yeah. With. Yeah. yeah it's nice it's nice it makes the sets comfortable too you know when they're coming yeah. to you and they're like hey i'm so and so you know i'm the director instead of usually you just get the cold shoulder you know and they're like yeah hey give me this give me this give me that yeah I've worked nice with Ken Young on, on Community, and he actually kind of memorized everybody's name on the cast list for that. Who, who is that? Ken Ken Young, you know, um, Hangover. Oh, Ken Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually worked with him. I did a, a movie with him, and he was so wonderful. Like he was, yeah, I see. Yeah, he he always knew my name. He, hey, Michael, can I talk to you? Like, oh, Michael, let's run lines. Like, I'm always like, he doesn't yeah. have to do that. You know, he doesn't. He's just so smart that he'll just go to the cast sheet the day of and just look who's on set and just kind of know everybody's name. And it's like, yeah. wow, impressive. That's like, yeah, that's amazing. I, I don't want to do that. But you <laughs> know, but you know, <laughs> he, he, he used to be a doctor before, right? Yeah. And he probably got that from like working in a hospital, knowing that like I need my nurses and and medical assistants and stuff to assist me. You know, it's not like. Once a doctor walks in the room, you need all those people to, to kind of. So I would imagine he probably got that from that and carried it over. You're right. You're probably right. Because he's like, where do I have heart surgery in room two, kidney room five? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, <Yeah. laughs> Plus, I found it. I don't know um, if this is your experience, but I found that a lot of people who, who come from theater sometimes are a lot easier because, you know, in theater, there's a sense of vulnerability. It's like. You know, I did, I've done theater, and it's like the second you're on stage and you have to run off stage, you need you have to trust that the people will be there to help you change, right. you know, help make sure you get the right prop before because they make you look good. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. Right. I, I was on um, a tour for a national theater tour for uh, Man of La Mancha, Don Quixote. Story of oh, I love that. I am Man uh, of La Mancha. <laughs> yeah. It was a great tour, but we all, you know, cast in a van, touring every different state, a different day, performing twice a day, sometimes in a different state, and then going to a hotel, getting up and doing it again. Mm. And we all became so close that to this day, we're all still good friends. But we had a man stage manager that we had to trust when we came off stage. Because yep. for me personally, I played a boy who turns into a girl, who a girl turns into a boy. It was like, I, and one time I was going on, back on stage and she's like, Lizette, oh my God, come back. I was like, what? She's like, you got your lipstick. And I was playing a teenage boy. I was like, oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Some teenage boys have lipstick now, but yeah, true, I true. guess probably not in Land of La Mancha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, so, but she, she was there to like, yeah. And it was just like, and because we had a good relationship, I trusted her and she was, yeah, of course, you know, we got along and yeah, but you have to trust your, your cast members. I mean, even in theater too, you get a little, again, you get that, those divas and the divas. Of course. Yeah. But for the most part, it's not too bad, I think, in theater, you know? And, is, and, and so the movie in, in, is going through festivals right now. And is it, if it's a feature or short? So it's a short film. It's Fun. a short film. Now, speaking of theater, the film <laughs> of La Ouija was actually first done as a play. She did it as a play first. Oh, fun. And uh, there it was a good turnout. Everybody loved it. And I guess because of the play, everyone said she should turn it into a film. 
So she decided to do, to do it as a short film first. She raised money to shoot it. She wanted a certain budget and stuff. Okay. And the reason for her doing the short film was because she wanted to see how the short film would do because eventually her ultimate goal is to make it a feature and hopefully wow. catapult it from that point on. And I think it's, and, and to be honest, the, the play version of the film that I'm in, uh, Louisa was actually a girl, I mean, a guy who played my part and she wanted a guy again. But here we, we talk about connections and stuff. I worked with um, the DP who referred me for this part. And the director was kind of a little like hesitant because, you know, she wanted a guy. She wasn't quite sure. She's like, I don't know about a girl for this. And the digital, uh, the photographer um, DP said, no, trust me, trust this actor. I think she can, she can do it. I think she can pull it off. And yeah. um she gave me a chance. We did a reading, you know, she gave me a chance and she was like, okay, I think, I think I like the idea of her being a female. And honestly, it's amazing now as, as her, a female being the spirit, which I really, I, I personally, I think it should have been a female to begin with, but you know, that was her vision. So I don't want to interrupt that, but it did really well. I mean, um, to the point that, you know, now I got a nomination for best supporting actress in a short film. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, ex that's exciting. Congratulations. <laughs> so then it's, it's getting well, then it's getting well received, right? At festivals is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. You've been picked up for a wow. I think we're on our seventh or eighth film festival now. So oh, awesome. And different ones. We got wow. picked up for Austria film, an Austria film festival, Brazil film, film festival, um, Colorado also picked it, picked it up. Um, oh, nice. We have someone in uh, Indonesia, Indonesia that it's that's interested too, and um, yeah, it's just going all into. So it's like all over. All over, yeah. It's, it's good incredible. that that it's a Latino film. That is like you said, it's outside of the U.S. is great because you know. Yeah, it's doing really well. It's yeah. it, like I said, it's it's internet. It's you know out in a internationally right now and in the states too because we all, we're also in la film two la film festivals and then colorado too so we have we have the u.s what, market and what are the la film festivals uh the fantastic horror film festival which i've been part of many times i love that <laughs> we love them that's fun and then another one called the shared players film festival which is this is their they had it for seven years but they took a break and they recently uh started it up again and this is like the the first big festival they're coming back you know, with a vengeance. Oh. So that takes place in December. So that's happening soon. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. And actually, I might, I just got offered too. I mean, I know some of the people who run and stuff, a little connection, but um, I might be hosting <laughs> some, of the, some of the events too, like on camera hosts doing interviews and stuff like that. So have you done on camera hosting before? I have, yes. I actually got my degree in television and radio broadcasting. Um, for a while, other than being an actor, I wanted to be a sports host for a while. So that was another little passion of mine. And Andrew likes sports. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm not a big sports a, guy. Sorry. I'm a big sports fan. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I worked at CBS studios and I worked at ABC studios, um, in New York and in, uh, Cali also too, for a little bit. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was, you know, not to say when, when I was first getting into it, it was really uh, women in sports, especially I wanted to be an on-field reporter. And it was, uh, we weren't looked upon as, you know, there weren't too many female on, on the field reporters and stuff like that. Yeah, so. there wasn't. I mean, I mean, all, when I, I could remember, you know, growing up, it was really only like Michelle Tafoya um, 
was like the only female reporter yep. on field reporter there yep. at there any games, like you know, one, just one. Yeah. But that, yeah. was, that was it. And I was really young and, you know, some of the treatment I didn't like from, you know, certain people and, you know, it's, it's say sure. kind of a man's world and a woman, you know, like coming mm. in. And I should have stuck it out though. Cause I feel like I would have been really good at, you know, like totally rebel up and around. yeah. <laughs> change the game change the game but then exactly. i got the, then i was still acting and and you know auditioning and then i just booked the tour and then that just kind of catapulted all that so came back it's still good that. stuff though oh it's great you know it's it's but it's great when you can bring out your your skill that you got you know that you got a degree in and say oh yeah i i, I hosted i know how to host i know how to do yeah. this i can bring this out of my you know caliber of things i've trained in so yeah some hosting all that so and so then so then you also have this you said the podcast the old-timey spectral hour yes the old-timey spectral hour yeah so tell me about that or tell us about that sorry i'm not interviewing you alone but i'm just intrigued because like we have a podcast but this is very episodic in a sense right yes like a radio show yes it's kind of like i really love the idea when i first heard about it and when it was uh uh, approached to you know when they approached me about it and it was just so cool it's like having a radio teleplay again you know like back in the days yeah talk about theater they used to do all the uh drama stuff over the radio like mm-hmm. the soap opera style things and this is kind of that kind of same kind of genre kind of thing and and it's it's a spooky kind of horror animated series somewhat and <laughs> it is but um so we're all voice actors, but we're playing characters. We're not playing, obviously, ourselves. So it's, you know, obviously fake, but based on real circumstances for the director and the writer and stuff. But um, yeah, and it's been so much fun. I play one of the lead roles, Angela Manor, the mom. (laughs) So (laughs) some people don't recognize my voice. I've had so many people listen to the podcast and they're like, I I, I heard it, I didn't hear you. And I'm like... (laughs) You're like, I'm literally the mom. I'm literally the mom. That was you? And I'm like, yeah. It's called called voice acting. That's what I said. I'm like, well, (laughs) I think that's a compliment when people can't recognize. Yeah, exactly. You're hired for your skill and you're very skillful. That's great. And that's, and that's it. And, and, you know, the funny thing is when I, when she, cause we, we actually shot this during, well, recorded it during COVID and we couldn't get into a studio because unfortunately, you know, restrictions and all that stuff. Yeah. So, so what she had us do, luckily every actor she had was a professional voiceover actor. So we had our own equipment and everything, our mics and all that. So she would send us the script and then we would have to record our, um, our parts and stuff and send it to her and then we'd have to do like a few takes of each line so it's kind of it is it is a lot of um it was kind of oh sorry it was a little <laughs> phone call come on go away that's okay I'm show. <laughs> that's okay it's live we like that it's okay it's, <laughs> this makes it human oh wait i gotta i gotta go guys it might it might be a part no i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> but um so we had it, you know, each and every line we had to record about three to five times okay. and then send that to her. And she, when I first did it, our first episode, I did it. And, you know, I'm used to, so used to doing animation, um, different voices and stuff, but I was just giving it crazy little takes. And she was like, no, Lizette, I want your true authentic voice. Your the way you talk normally, your voice with a little, you know, 
mom. Think of a mom. You know, a little bit of mom in it. And that's nice. mom in it, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's, well, that seems pretty easy. So, of course, I thought of my mom, but I was like, no, that's not going to work for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, I just found, and this is an actor tidbit, I guess. I just found my, my naturing self, my mom self, my, who I would be as a mother. And, and then I found my voice and I found her and I sent it back to her, to the director. And she said, that's exactly what I want. And from that point on, it just continued. And uh, I can do that character now, like the back of my hand, you know, um, that's awesome. <laughs> we just recorded something last week that aired on Halloween night too. It aired on, um, luckystarradio.com because she wanted to have that radio kind of sound. So she actually found an avenue to have it be on the actual internet radio. Cause you know, it's, Oh, that's kind of awesome. So every yeah, Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Every Sunday with Aaron stuff. And our first episode, the one that I was telling you about, we won best podcast at the Intercala- uh, intergalactic film festival 2021. I think that was. Yeah. So, Oh, Yes, it's already won an award. So now you know. Which oh yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to. We'll link the audience to the show so they can check it out. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. It's on Spotify. I think it's on. I know it's on uh, uh, Spotify. It might be on Audibles, and I know it might be on iTunes too. I think, but definitely Spotify. hundred yeah. percent. So I know. I mean, I had mentioned this briefly to to Andrew. So I'm just going to ask you because I remember you posted about this on your Facebook page, and I, you said I could talk about it. But you were friends with Dustin Diamond. And he passed away, forgive me, it was this year, right? Uh, February of 2021, yeah. Yeah. And so you had this really wow. heartfelt message that you post. So I just wanted you to talk about it because I didn't have a chance to get you on my other podcast, Mimosas with Michael. But I don't, I don't even know if I know how you guys met. I don't know if you told me. Oh, wow. Uh, I'll tell you that story. Yeah. We met um, when I mentioned I was an actor. I've been doing this since I was a kid. So- yeah, I saw that. <laughs> when I was living in New York, um, I guess in my, well, if I say, I'm not going to date my age, but <laughs> when I was in New York earlier in my, my young adulthood, um, uh, I had a manager named Roger Paul and Roger one day called me and said, Hey, uh, you're going to love this. I said, what? He's like, um, I'm signing a new client this week. And I said, oh, okay, whatever. Who, you know, Roger had a lot of clients. And he says, no, it's uh, it's Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell. And I'm like, what? Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell, really? And and Roger's known to represent a lot of comedians in New York City. He's actually really well known for um, representing, uh, you know, top-notch comedians and just comedians in general. And I was like, well, you know, I would love to meet him. So whenever he comes by, let me know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then one day I'm auditioning, like I had like, in New York, you can do like five or six auditions a day. And I was auditioning, Roger's like, hey, Lizette, uh, come up to the office. Um, I have two people here that I would like to meet you and stuff. And I'm like, I, okay. And I had no idea. And then when I walked into Roger's office, there was Dustin. And Dustin and I, the minute we saw each other, we just, we started laughing, we, we hugged, and we just had a connection that was just from the day we met each other, you know, and I thought he might've been cocky. I was, you know, you know, a little concerned, but he was the most down to earth person I've ever met on that caliber of having had such success that he has had in his life. Especially at a younger age, you know, cause yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. he was the youngest person to be cast in Saved by the Bell um, when they got cast originally. And now that I didn't know. 
Yeah. And then from that point on, point on uh, Dustin was like, let's all go for sushi. So it was his manager, <laughs> my manager. So we had the same manager for almost 15, 15 years. We both had the same manager. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we've been friends for 15 years. I was with our manager for 10 years <clears throat> or something like that. But he, yeah. he was still with our manager and stuff. And um, so, yeah, we met through Roger Paul and, uh, and we became friends. We were from sushi and every so often we just hang out and stuff. And our managers just were always like our bodyguards everywhere we'd go out. You know, people want to take pictures with him. And, and he was so good about that. He just he would be OK. He would be like, no, Lizette, this is because I would get upset. I was like, come on, can I just leave us alone? You know, we're hanging out. I haven't seen you in forever. And yeah, he's yeah. like, no, this is something I have to do. And, and he he never said no to anybody. He always signed an autograph. He always took a picture. He just never, never said no. I mean, it was just quite impressive. And I know he, he had a bad um, reputation here and there. I mean, we all have demons. We all have stuff. I'm not perfect. He wasn't perfect. Um, yeah. But overall, he was probably one of the most amazing people I've ever had to be my friend for so long. I, yeah. I mean, 15 years. That's, yeah, that's a good friendship. Yeah. Long time. Well, here's here's to you, Dustin. Here's to Dustin. I have water, but hey. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, but thank you for sharing that story because I did I did want to ask because I remember your post was so heartfelt. Yeah. And I didn't yeah, even realize this. Like I knew you knew him, but I didn't realize you guys had been that close. We were very close. I mean, there was his friend. He has two good other two other good friends. He has a lot of friends. Obviously, he had a lot yeah. of friends, but some of his friends were you know different relationship, but. Uh, his other friend, Dan, Dan Block, um, and um, I'm having a brain fart with Mark's last name. He had a, he had a childhood buddy, Mark, um, who's on my Facebook page, too, if you go there, you can find him. But okay. we all, it's funny, Dustin always wanted his best friends to, to get together, to be together. And I never got a chance to meet Dan when Dustin was alive, and I never got a chance to meet Mark. But every time we would hang out, he was like, you got to meet my best friend from a when I was a kid, Lizette, and then he would tell them, you got to meet Lizette. So he always wanted his friends to like, his best friends to be, you know, collaborate with each other. And we never did until Dustin died. Now, Mark, Dan, and myself are like good buddies. All three oh, wow. good buddies. That's, that's great. That's what I was going to ask if, as uh, after his passing, if you guys just keep in touch still and yeah. that's very yeah. nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's nice. We, we had a conference or a, phone call about a month ago the three of us uh, dan and mark were out to dinner actually dan flew in from <laughs> chicago he met with me for lunch and he showed me some pictures that obviously i would never you know show to the world but he showed me because dan was with dustin when he died he was in the hospital you know mm. in his oh dying my god day. yeah yeah so there were some pictures that you know dan shared with me and i you know obviously it was he it was very heartfelt and um he said, are you ready for this? And I was like, this is my friend and I want to see him up until his dying days. And um, yeah. it was hard to remember him that way, but I, I have this memory of how I remembered him the last time I saw him. And it's funny, the last time I saw him in person, because we did have a little bit of a falling out for a while and we all talked about it too. It's like, we all kind of had a falling out. With Justin. It's weird. <laughs> but, yeah. but we still loved him because he just pushed us away sometimes. You know, he would push his good friends away, but we were always, it's because we always protected him and we always were like his bodyguards. And, and you know, we always really protected him. And, um, but, you know, we shared stories and stuff. But one of the last times I saw Dustin, um, 
Dustin liked to drink Crown Royal. I like to drink wines. I mean, he loves sushi. We were hanging out and, and uh, he said, can we always have this friendship, this love, this friendship? And he's like, what are you talking about, dude? Of course, you know, and he's like, no, seriously, promise me. And this is kind of deep because it's the last time I ever talked to Dustin. And um, I looked at him like he had five heads. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? We'll always be friends. You know, I see you all the time, of course, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember he was living in Wisconsin and I was living in LA. So, he, you know, every time he's in LA, we'd meet up and stuff. Um, we met each other in New York. But when I moved to LA, he hated LA, but he'd always come out here and hang, we'd hang out and stuff. And the last time he was in LA, LA he was shooting something. And, uh, and he told me that. And I said, you know, I looked at him and I realized he was serious. And I said, yeah, of course, of course, we'll always be friends forever, you know, forever. Like, why wouldn't we? And, but it was like, he foreshadowed that he would never see me again. So that was the last time I saw him. Yeah. That was tough. That memory, that memory. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's nice to keep those memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> well, um, I also just want to say real quick, um, I lost somebody today. My, one of my best friend's mother, she was like a second mom to me. Uh, it was, cause so I, two shout outs. Today's my mom's birthday. So happy birthday, mom. I love you, Rita. And then I just want to say, um, to, to my dear friend, Donna, her, she lost her mother today, Sue. So Sue, rest in peace. She was a wonderful lady. Uh, she was a mom to all. And so, um, just wanted to give a big shout out to her. So she's, she's transitioned. So. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. Yeah, so, um, yeah, she's a Scorpio, my mom. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Um, wow, thank you. For- something, but I, that would be bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. No. no. <laughs> no. It's okay, my mom, is, my mom has one of the best sense of humor. She, she, uh, she was really good. That's why I, I get my sense of humor oddly from both my parents. So okay. they both are really funny. My, my dad, my mom is, um, she's really funny. My dad has, like, is really good with one-liners. I don't know why. So, like, for some reason... I just get my comedy from them, so. Yeah, well, I was gonna say I heard Scorpios aren't good in bed, but that's your mom, so. Like, <laughs> I know, but it's so funny. I heard that before, but I don't ever think about that when I think of Scorpios because of my mom. <laughs> so I was saying it's like it's your mom. Uh, no, <laughs> mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you can you can ask Andy. I actually love your mom jokes. I say them all the time. <laughs> oh, really? All the time. I'm so bad. But my mom had such a great. My mom says such a great sense of humor. She doesn't. So I, we were like. <laughs> And I like, get offended. I'm like, oh, my mom is a good sense of humor, so she doesn't get offended like that. Kind of like mm-hmm. my mom like that too. But whatever happened to those mom jokes? Your mom is so fat that I can't. I don't know. I think we've said them all, and now I they're know. just being. I don't know if there's any new ones. <laughs> I know they've just died off. You yeah. need to bring those back. Your mom was so is so fat that when the balloon, I don't know. I don't, there's a good TikTok. There's a good yeah. TikTok idea. We'll just do TikTok videos about your mom. Your mom. <laughs> we'll just call it at your mom. <laughs> oh my god oh my god i'm so glad i finally get to meet you so much thank you so much for being on the show yeah thank you i mean so we're not getting much. off i just, just want to say thank you for being on the show yeah it was ex- <laughs> it's, this is exciting it's nice thank you of course it's exciting i haven't uh i've been doing honestly in COVID, i've been doing so many podcast interviews because there's so much to promote and talk about mm-hmm. and i haven't had one in a while so it's like oh this is nice you know oh it's perfect timing perfect timing do you have anything else coming up um do I have anything else coming up other than the film festival uh, circuit with Louisa and uh, Old Timey just got released? I have other projects, but those are kind of like, eh, you know, on the yeah. DL. But um, no, just that, doing yeah. The, 
Yeah, auditioning, voiceover stuff, and auditioning for a lot of voiceover stuff too. So that's good. So let's hope that's good. And um, I'm working on my own projects too. Actually, there's a there's some projects that I have some interest in, and I'm I've worked on. So I'm not a writer, but I consider myself like a ghost writer. You know, like I work with people who are really good writers, and they just I bounce with them and sure. each other and. And I've written so many projects with so many people. So I have like three projects right now. One of them that my writing friend is working on right now. I met another writing friend. She wants, this is going to be a female project. So she wants help with that. And another Spanish project too. I'm tapping into that too, because, you know, it's such a, it's, it's part of my heritage too. I mean, I'm Puerto Rican and French and I, I love to, you know, I've, I've always, I've always um, dealt with playing Spanish parts and Caucasian parts too. And I, I, I just always love to be able to do both. You know, um, yeah. I do speak Spanish and it's just nice to have to work in both areas, not just, you know, and, and I don't know, it's just fun to just tap into certain, certain projects and certain things that are always different. I always feel like my next project is always something different. It could be a voiceover podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's like what I wake up and like what what job am I being offered today? Oh, cool, a play! Yay! I haven't done a play in forever. So. But I think that's fun, right? Because you're not always doing the same thing. Never doing the same thing. Yeah. Right before COVID happened, I was working on a musical uh, up at the Black Box Theater in Santa Monica called uh, "Where the Wild Things Are." I was doing the musical "Where the Wild Things." Yeah, cool. Oh, wow! So much fun, and I play one of the main lead monsters in that, and. Uh, I had such a great cast. You talk about a great cast that was no egos. This cast, we had egos, but they were all kind of the same. We all had like the same kind of ego that we bounced off of each other, you know? So we had so much fun. And our director was a great guy, but um, there was so much going on. The fires were happening, then COVID hit, and we just had to shut down completely. So, Well, hopefully it's something that can get picked up again. I love the where the wild things are. Yeah, I'm hoping so. And we, it's, it's everybody, you know, there's so many people who wanted to come see it and stuff like that. And because it's a, it was an original musical, mm-hmm. you know, the music was different. We all had to learn these numbers and we all, um, you know, they were so unique and there was dance numbers too. And we had these, the costumes, we actually had the costumes and we had a, we had to practice how to sing through the costumes. That was the most difficult thing. Well, you can watch The Masked Singer. That'll help you. <laughs> Speaking of Ken Jeong. <laughs> Hey, I went to a taping of the Mass Singer. It's it's very interesting to watch them perform in those suits. In those really, yeah, yeah I can imagine. I mean, I've been there, done that, and it's not easy, you know. But I would love to be on that show. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. To, it was fun to watch. But you have to keep yourself a secret. Like you can't, like, oh, I, I yeah. I oh no, they just so you know, they keep it a secret. They they don't even let the audience know. Really? Wow. Yeah, I only was able to go because my friend worked on the show. We had VIP tickets. So before they unmask, they remove the audience. I love and that. They, we had VIP tickets. Yep. So they moved us to the front. And we were able to, but they only have like 20, only people. It's really interesting. I don't know if I'm giving secrets away. I probably shouldn't, but um, <laughs> no, no, but they, do, I mean, they really keep it a secret. I like that because they don't want any, anybody. Cause my friend works on the show and she does wardrobe for the, um, for the, um, the judges. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so they don't, they really, but I like that. They keep it a secret because they really want it to be a surprise. So it's even a surprise to the judges. It's a surprise to the most of the crew. Really? Yeah. It's When I saw that, I was like, that's so fascinating because I was wondering when I watched the show how they were able to keep it a secret 
because they fill the audience and that's how they do it. They just don't, which I think is so cool. So, you know, kudos to them. But also the celebrities can't know who's in what costume either, right? Yeah, I don't think they know each other either. Wow, that's- Yeah, that's it's very, very secretive. So I, I will say that because um, like I had to sign at least three different NDAs for that episode. I, I went like two seasons ago, so I'm not giving anything away. <laughs> because it because the celebrity the, cele the celebrity's already been uh, revealed and it was a um, it was an athlete like a football player so I don't even fucking know who he was. <laughs> and Andy. Oh, I think I might have known. I think I, I might have seen that episode with the football player. I think he was the first one to get like kicked off. No, I went. I went season four. I was there when oh. they unveiled the rhino. Oh. The rhino. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I can say it now because it's that was two two and a half seasons ago, but I can tell you that they are they definitely keep it a secret. And those costumes are amazing. They're so beautiful and they're just so ornate. Amazing. They do a really good job with them. Yeah. And the voice and the before. I mean, it's it's a really good show. It's a really good show. It's a good show, yeah. Yeah. And then the new one, Alter Ego, as well. That's a pretty cool show. And yeah. I haven't seen that. I know I got you into that. And then did you see Ken's show that he did called um, I Could See Your Voice? No. Yes. No, I have not seen that. So Matt's, I, know, I know Matt has a client, right? Matt yeah, Candace, my homie Candace. Yeah. She was on an episode. <laughs> she actually won that episode. She ended up doing a duet with Rick Springfield. What? And they showed one of my photos on that <gasps> episode. Yeah, wow. she's going to be on the show. So, she, But yeah, I actually did an interview with her after that episode aired. No way. That's yeah, it was one awesome. of my favorite shows. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so we're all doing stuff. No, we're all, we all got it. You all, you have to be working, whether it's your own project or auditioning. Someone told me the other day, if you're auditioning a lot, you're still a working actor. Because Amen. Amen. It's a numbers working. game. Yeah. It's a numbers game. And it's just, you know, you got to keep doing it and plugging. I'm also doing a lot of red carpet events too. I'm going out for a lot of, you know, a lot of red even, carpet. Even these days? Even during uh, COVID? My last one. Yeah. Even during COVID. Well, coming out of COVID now, I guess you well, we're still in COVID, but yeah, there's still red carpet events. They're just not a lot of them, but yeah, I, I recently, I think, uh, what are we in now? I don't even know what month we're in. Uh, we're in November. November. <laughs> Almost a Thanksgiving. I'm blocking out all the holidays. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> trying know? to like butt in and tell you what it was, but then I was like, Oh wait, I can't even remember what month <laughs> it is. Month <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Cause we're like, we're facing, Thanksgiving, Christmas, but we're all like this weekend is also the time change. Oh, is it? Oh my yeah. god. And then dark. And then this this today in LA they they have the whole new vaccine mandate. Like there's just so much going on right now in this city. It's it's just uh I'm so like people are like, Oh, it's over. No, it's not. It's, no. it's not You're like no, that's precious, it's not over. People are still yeah. dying and getting sick. It's it's yeah, I still take my mask everywhere vaccinated mm. you know i want to get my booster but i don't know when that's gonna happen I just, I just got mine a couple days ago oh did you okay. yeah yeah i, I just i don't know man i'm i will i will say this and i think a lot of people know this and i, I don't know if i told this to andrew but um my sister was one of the first reported cases of swine flu in los in orange county years ago oh wow uh which it she literally almost died she was in a coma for a month um and so when when covid first hit and they said it's a it's a it's a SARS virus similar to um, swine flu. I was like, oh my god! I remember how bad swine flu was because yeah, my sister almost died, and it wasn't even as contagious. So I took the pandemic very serious from the beginning because I had felt 
And of course, now we've all known somebody who's either gotten sick or has died or know somebody that has died. So it's like, when people say it's not that serious, I'm like, where, what, what are you, no, what? No, honestly, it's, I, I'm, I'm high risk because I'm a chronic asthma, asthmatic and stuff. So oh, yeah, I this really is, yeah. have to watch myself. Um, but I had a scare too. I went to the hospital during COVID in December of last year or something. Yeah. I had a rib pain and I was just coughing and stuff. And oh, I, shit. I was like, uh oh, you know, no fever, but it, it was, I was still warm, but no fever. And anyway, I went. And of course, when you go, the first thing they do is diagnose you, even if you don't have it everyone's COVID, you know? Yeah. Until, yeah it's like you have it until you, until you don't have it. It's like, they're like oh, okay. Yeah. They have to rule it out. Yeah. So they yeah, took my blood test. They took this, they took that. And they said, no, I just, I just actually, <laughs> I don't know how I did it, but I tore my rib, had a lig uh, rib ligament tear or something like that. Was so, it coughing too hard? No, <laughs> I think, you know what it was? I think I almost got hit by somebody and I went to like turn my wheel and I, I felt something like, you know kind of thing and i think that might have done it because i can't think of anything else i did i was home most of the time you yikes know? this is during covid so yeah oh yeah i guess we were all home we were well all we home. live in la so we were all home for months yeah <laughs> I, I always i'm always home no i'm kidding i'm not always we're all home. working i shot louisa during covid though too we shot during covid Wow. Well, they have good safe protocols on. Hey, I feel like we're just. I feel like it's just you and me talking. Poor Andy's just in there listening. It's because we already. Know. It's because Lizette and I have a history. So I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's completely fine. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying it's like, this. It's like hanging with Mike and Liz, uh, Mike and Lizette today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> starring Andy, you know what I'm saying? And starring Andy, featuring Andy. Andy's are comically. I'll just do the news. Uh, the news updates, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> The weather right now is 72 what are you doing degrees. For Thanksgiving, Andy, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm actually going to my parents' house. I go every year. My my mom uh, makes a wonderful, huge meal. So she always said uh, I could never miss one of her Thanksgiving dinners. So, yeah, one year I was in uh, Chicago with a friend helping her move back to Los Angeles. And it was like, november 22nd or something and my mom's like you better get home now so it no was like a two-day yeah it was a two-day cross-country trip uh wow were you flying like, were you flying out of o'hare uh chicago well we flew so i flew into o'hare and then my friend's car was there waiting for us to drive to michigan because okay. she was in kalamazoo okay. so we drove I'll never forget getting off the plane and it was like five degrees in Chicago. And I was like, I need to get into a car right now. It's freezing there. I, I, I don't know if you know, right. Michael knows this, but I used to be a car show model. So I traveled a lot. Sure. And stuff. I mean, I'm learning so much about you. I had no idea you even sang. So there's, <laughs> this is the most amazing, awesome interview. So keep going. I love it. Yeah. So I used to do, you know, the girls at the car show. No. Yeah. I know um, it is. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, I would get Chicago a lot and oh my God, it was always during February. That show was always oh. the coldest month what in Chicago be? possible. Yes. And it was freezing. You're like, stop giving me Chicago. Yeah, it's like a stinging cold. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, can I get my Amy? <laughs> <laughs> right? Just, I'll put a bikini on. It's fine. Just give me fucking Miami. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh my God, you're so much fun. I love this. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. You're on a good day. You're one of the few people that, you, that people love hanging out with Mike and Andy. Mike and Andy. We're so cute. I know. We're such nerds. Mike and Andy. So, Andy, <laughs> can you bring me some leftovers from your mom's house? 
I will. I will. I will throw them in a box and send them to New York for you. No, she's she's in LA. I'm in LA. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you said you were in New York. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, you're from New York. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, great. Come over. Come, come hanging with Mike and Andy. Yeah, at my mom's Thanksgiving. I may actually swing by, mom, just so you know. <laughs> just I'm bring not- pie, Mama I'm- Giruso. I might be there. Mom, what was what's your mom's name? Uh, Kimberly. Kimberly Giruso. Kimberly It's a very Italian last name. Giruso. You guys, you're Italian. Right? We're Italian, yeah. Mike, are you Italian too? No, I'm actually. My last name is French Canadian. Oh, so everybody thinks it's Italian. It's not. It's French Canadian. Canadian. Wow. Italian. And it's not even French. I tell you, I'm just Frenchish. I'm French Canadian. I have some French quarter. Well, you know, it's so funny you should say that because when you said that, I was like, that makes sense because your first name is Lizette, which is very French. Yeah. Santiago, not so much. Very Latino. Yeah. <laughs> so I do My like that. Wanted, she wanted the French descent and she wanted the Spanish descent. So it's good. You're a nice com- combination of both of your answers. That's awesome. You like Mulan, like ancestors, hear my call. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe too? They wanted me to change my name too. So when I was a kid growing up in the business, I, no. Wait, yeah, okay. So you brought that up. So can I ask you, um, what you feel about being um a Latina in the industry right now? I think that's a very uh, important question. We'll end with that, and then you know we'll give people their I life back. But I I think it's you know it, <laughs> I bounce back and forth with it. I I'm I'm that type of person that I don't think we cast somebody based on their ethnicity ethnicity or any of that. I think it should be the best of the best actor, just like giving out awards and shouldn't be given to this, you know, just because you're this ethnicity. Yeah. But with that being said, it is a blessing to have a different ethnicity in your, you know, your, as an actor, because you can play different roles and everything like that. And as a Latina growing up though, I never, it's really hard for me being that, like French Puerto Rican it's like I was never Spanish enough and then I was never Caucasian enough I was always that middle ground where um you know I was uh, kind of a chameleon I guess but like they didn't have this for me growing up they didn't have what they call now ethnically ambiguous we didn't have that so it was either cast as this or you were cast as that now that it's there's ethnically ambiguous out there it's so great because I think it's so good. We're all mixed with something. And I think it's so good for everybody to be, you know, not typecast in any one ethnicity. But yeah, of course. Latinas do kick butt. (laughs) (laughs) I do. We're passionate people. I mean, I love having a background like I do. Of course, being Puerto Rican, uh, there's not, well, now there is actually, now there's more Puerto Ricans in, in, uh, in Hollywood. We got Gina Rodriguez, Rodriguez, Jennifer Lopez, um, Rosie Perez, Rita Moreno was the one who started it all, you know? Yeah. So now there's a lot more going on. Um, there's a new sensation it was the British. Now it's the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we have to be honest, Puerto Rico is part of America. It's true. It People is. like to not think about that, but it is actually it is part, part of the, you know, it's not part of the continental United States, but it's kind of like Hawaii. It's it's out there, and it, yeah. you know, so. so it's a great thing to be a Latina in Hollywood. Hollywood, as a matter of fact, I did this uh, um, a great uh, project called Her Story, and it's on my Facebook and also on my Instagram and all that. But it was um, they had a guest panel. They only do it twice a year. And they had a guest panel of like artists in uh, Hollywood who are Latina. Everyone who's on the panel is Latina. And normally 
they have it in person at CBS Studios, Sony Studios, or the Google Theater. This year and last year, because of COVID, they've had it, they went virtually again. But um, yeah, I hmm. represented you know, an actress in Hollywood and, you know, and it goes out to young girls who want to be in the entertainment business in any aspect of oh, it. Oh, nice. So, so you're talking about both in front and behind the camera then? Yes, yes, Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, that's actually, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah, and, and they, she has some artists too. She had some artists who also came on. Just, you know, any aspect of the entertainment kind of world where, you, you know, art, even art too is kind of up there too. But to, to give back to these young women, and they're not teenagers, they're young women, like anywhere from 15 to like 25, 35, I think it was. And oh, they wow. just wanted actresses or, you know, entertainment professionals who are Latinas in Hollywood to give back to these young women to tell them the truth about everything, but also how we how we gained our success and being Latina in Hollywood mm-hmm. and how we stuck through and, and did what we did. So. I heard once that the Latina market or the Latino market in general is one of the largest movie going audiences. So I'm always surprised at why it's taken Hollywood so long to sort of jump on this bandwagon. You literally have an audience. And you know, here's the thing. I, I always like to tell people this. I grew up watching two two television shows mostly as a kid, Roseanne and the Cosby show. And I am not Roseanne was definitely my family, right? That was literally my family, whatever. But I could still watch the Cosby Show and relate to it. So why can't other people watch? Of course. Like you know what I'm saying? It was just a, my my family. I wasn't from a family of doctors, but if you make shows universal, it shouldn't really matter what ethnicity they are. You know what I'm saying? No, I I, I love yeah, no that. I, I, yeah, I think I think there should be more families, like more Spanish families, more. Yeah. You know, George, the George Lopez show, that was one of my favorites. That was a great show. Yeah. You know, and so they're doing, a, they're doing a lot of, sorry, they're doing a lot of um mixed races, like especially in commercials now, which I love because that's real, especially in a major city. That's, you know, it's not uncommon to see like you might have a, a black man and an Asian woman, or you might have a um a Latino and a, and a white, a Latino and a black. Like it, that's such real life now. I mean, in my family, we have such a mixed, I mean, my, my, my uncle who's Puerto Rican, he's married to a Japanese wife and my cousins are mixed. They're half Japanese, half Puerto Rican. So we yeah. have, and my what other a great cousins, mix. Yeah. Yeah. They're gorgeous. Half Jewish and half Puerto Rican. I mean, we have so many, you know, there's so many different ethnicities. Yeah. yeah in my very family. diverse. Very diverse in my family that nobody, yeah. none of us look the same. It's like, oh, oh, oh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> today. Oh, but I love it because I growing up in New York City, it's a melting pot. So for me, yeah. I don't see color. I see people. And it's just, I think that's how we should all live. You know, I, I love mm-hmm. having different friends of different ethnicities because then I learn so much from them. And it helps yeah. you as a person, it helps you as an as an actor too. So yeah. you know, but. well, that's what one of the reasons why I love traveling abroad is because I get to meet other cultures and meet other people and try new foods and try new drinks and see new things. Um, and I, and I love that, you know, so. And, and little... also, sorry, Mike, Michael, and no. also, too, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> a little gag there too. I was like, that's okay. <laughs> um, but like even situational shows too, like one of my favorite shows was the big bang theory because I'm a science geek. Oh, nice. It was so good to see that kind of situational. Like, yeah, they're all roommates. They're all scientists. They work together, but they don't live with their family. They live with each other. They, they're roommates and they have a yeah. struggling actress who works at the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, that's so realistic. You know, that's just another show that, and they were all different ethnicities too on that show. So, oh, great. yeah, true. It was great. So true. Andy, any 
Any last minute thoughts? Um, no, no. I think we covered it all. I think uh, you know it's it's exciting how much how much work you've got going on. You know, it's a good problem to have. So busy. <laughs> That's what I like to say because I never stop working either. Uh, yeah, so busy. You know, yeah. So it's nice to come on and meet some of my friends and. Um, well, soon we get to meet your friends. They're gonna hang out with us. That'll be fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now we're friends, Andy. We're That's friends. right. That's Andy, right. you we guys are friends now, Andy. We're besties now. <laughs> right, yeah, so it's, all, is... it's all about Andy and Lizzie. <laughs> oh, I love it, Andy and Lizzie. The... Wow, that's the spinoff. Yeah. Andy and Lizzie. <laughs> Andy yeah. and Lizzie with Mickey. No, with Mickey. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mickey, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Um, real quick, I, I'm I always end up taking over because I had a podcast before, so I just. Know how to move a show, so I apologize, Andy, if I'm just talking. Know how over. to interview people, babe? You I do. Andy, pay attention. Write some stuff down. Learn. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been taking notes this whole time. Hey, yeah. Andy's got dinner for me coming, so I'll I know. Get that is true. <laughs> yeah, but look at Andy's got all that purple, like blue and pink swag. I can't pull that shit off. <laughs> yeah, it works for him. And it you look, yeah, that, too. And I love your might background. Be quiet, but I look good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we all have our thing. I like it because yeah. you look like your background looks like um like you're taking a senior photo with that with that oh. Olin. You know, I Olin never Mills. took a senior photo. There you uh, go. Well, then I, smile no, real quick because it's like Olin high school. Yeah, I know exactly. I never took high school photos. I um, you know, my parents had one big picture. It was like the eight by eleven that they would collect every year from preschool to eighth grade. I think it was the last year I did it, and um. You know, they were all stacked behind each other in the one frame. So I always like to show it off to my friends. But yeah, I don't. I never took a senior photo or. Well, now we're going to take my a thing. shot of you. So that's that makes, that makes yeah. my heart. Yeah, that makes so me I sad. Can, I know. I'm glad I, I'm glad I have a college shirt on. Did you go to prom? Did you go to your prom? I didn't. No, I didn't do prom. I didn't do homecoming. I just, you know, I, I really wasn't a fan of, of high school in that way. I, uh. You know, I was fine in school. I, I got okay grades, but um, I just wasn't really big on socializing. I was big on sports. I played sports, um, you know, and then when I got injured and I couldn't play, it was like, well, why, why, why do school? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> why do school? <laughs> you know, well, my thing sports, was, screw school. <laughs> c- correct. My thing was, if you want to play sports, you got to do good in school. So uh, once, once, once I couldn't play sports anymore, I just kind of, you know, went onto the work grind and was like, okay, well, where do I work next? I'm going to go work at the supermarket and be a bagger and go okay. to Jamba Juice and, you know, find, find my in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it all works out. Yeah, there's, no, there's no right or wrong path. It's just you got to find your path. Yeah, yeah. You just got to find what you like. And a lot of people have always asked me, like, well, do you regret it and not going to prom? And, uh, you know, not really. Not really. I um, I used to have my own parties with all my friends. So we always had a good time either way. That's okay. I made it up for you because being a gay guy, I went to so many proms that weren't even my own. So I went to prom, <laughs> like so many proms. So. so it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So Lizette, where can where can people find you? How many tuxedos did you have to get? <laughs> well, I was I grew well, I was in choir, so I always I already had tuxedos. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta rent different colored cummerbunds and stuff. <laughs> different I did colors. I did I was in three different choir classes, so I can change out of a tuxedo in literally like five minutes. What? Uh, maybe not anymore, but when I was in my early twenties, yeah. Well, you were used to it. Just the rose. I grew up, I grew up being a singer too, girl. <laughs> I did. Wow, I That's didn't know funny. that. 
<clears throat> we got to find some old home videos. How about how about we sing Christmas carols during the holidays? Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do a um we'll have to do a whole like Christmas album. We'll just do like yeah. we'll do like a Zoom Christmas album. We'll just rehearse it and it'll be great. Awesome. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a Zoom album. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sure Matt would love that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's funny. What are you guys doing? No, what are you guys doing? <laughs> he was like cute. No, not gonna work. So where can we find you? I know you have social media. In North Hot, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram, you can find me at All About Lizette Santiago. So true. And, and then on uh, Facebook, I kind of have a little bit of an alias because I had a stalker years ago. Eventually, wow. I'll change it, but it's uh, LZT, which is kind of like my DJ name. I was also a DJ, uh, on air DJ for a little bit. On, on Andrew's a DJ. Cool. cool. Yeah. Oh, hey, really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy and I. Andy and <laughs> That's it. That's it. You're Michael. You're out. I know. Oh, I guess I'll just. Bye, everybody. It was a pleasure hanging out with you guys. Wait, um, D, what, Andrew, what's your DJ name? Uh, DJ Geometro. That's right. What? Wow. Yeah, G Geometro. Mine was just DJ. I had a show called uh, Words of Wisdom with DJ Liz. You know. Oh, cool. Okay, DJ yeah. Liz. But sometimes they call me LZT. You know, that's just my yeah. So, so it's LZT Santiago. You can find me on Facebook uh, at all about Lizette Santiago and uh, Twitter. I don't know. Hopefully. That's funny. Well, you are a doll. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you yeah, for having you. me, guys. You're both so much fun. Andy, it's so nice to meet you. That's awesome. Yeah, it's nice to meet you, too. It was nice to meet you, this. Andy. <laughs> So great to meet I you. Know. I know we still haven't met in person either. <laughs> Are you serious? No. No, no, no. Okay. No, we had lunch no, today because no. we had to plan our episode. We did. Oh, no did. way. Oh, thanks yeah. for inviting me, guys. No, I'm kidding. Oh, thanks for hanging out with us. And um I so, mean, for inviting me to lunch. <laughs> oh. Next time. Well, now that we know that next you're time, yeah. somewhere near next, us. Our yeah, during our friends giving. There you go. We'll all do something. Yeah. yeah. No, it would be great to officially meet you. Yes, definitely. We have to do that. We've been planning that, Michael. So we yeah. definitely, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then just just for our audience, so now that the show's out there, we're finally available. We're on um, Spotify. We're on iTunes, which I guess now is Apple Podcast. We're also on iHeartRadio. And no um, we also put the show on YouTube. So we're out there. So you'll find us. Um, keep looking for more platforms because as the show grows, we're, we're going to get it out there. We're supposed to be on Google Podcasts soon as well. So... We're in the pending process. We're in the pending process. It takes a while. But um, <laughs> any any final words, anybody, before we uh, close this thing out? Oh, I, I guess we can say happy holidays because they're coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Everybody stay safe. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Stay safe. Be COVID safe, too. Please be COVID yeah. safe. All that Wear your masks. Wear your yeah. masks. And, uh, and then for us, let's keep working, right? Keep up. Yeah. Stay busy. Stay busy. Stay busy. Christmas is coming up. Presents, yeah. you know. You guys are working it too, so it's so heck. Yeah, we're going to record all through the all through the season. <laughs> That's awesome. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, well, everybody, this is Michael Colomb and Andrew Giarrizzo, and you're hanging with Mike and Andy. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye, Lizette. Thank Bye. you.